Welcome back. Waste of Space. Episode 21. Finally able to drink. This episode was a human being. I'm your host, Johnny Pipes, a.k.a. Tech Wipe. With me, as always, the cynic, a.k.a. Tommy Frank. What's happening, dude? What's up, man? How's it going? I like I like that you're into, into bass now. Like... I'm glad the music has bass. Yeah, it's it's uh I've I've got bass in some of the other ones. It just isn't like as separated as as it is in that song, you know. Like I felt like Christopher Walken, like it needs more cowbell. It needs more bass. I haven't even um finished that song yet. That is unfinished. It's just kind of a nice little jingle at the beginning. So how's how's everything in uh Miami? I heard there's a rainstorm coming through. Uh we'll we'll get to that. We'll get to that. That's going to be probably the meat of the show tonight. Is uh, you know, some 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 natural things happening on the on the planet. But first, uh, if you want to take part in our show, we do encourage that. We would like to hear from you. You can call and leave us a voicemail at seven two seven four one six zero six one three. You can also send me an email techwipe at protonmail dot com. We'll play your voicemail on the show. We'll read your email on the show. You know, we'd love to hear from you. So uh, why don't we check up on some messages from the last episode, uh, which was entitled Leprechaunt, our stories about Irish pubs. We did get some, we did get some voicemails for that. What do you say? Yeah, go for it. All right, here we go. I'm not going to tell you guys that. You guys should just know that. But, I mean, I think you guys are pretty cool. Yeah, this is uh, Christopher uh, Battles here. Uh, I don't know. I think short-time listener, newish, and uh, first-time caller. But, yeah, pub. Uh, I've never been to an Irish pub, actually. So I'll, I'll give you my Irish story, which is not very Irish. But, yeah, I had these uh, back in, I don't know, like, maybe just out of high school. So I don't know. I these like kiss me. I'm Irish, like suspenders that were green. And, uh, I'd had this, like, I'll, I just had them on this, in my, MySpace profile picture, you know, back in the day yesterday, uh, and whatnot. And back when I had hair, I'd had hair down on my shoulders and this, whatever, uh, it doesn't matter. Anyway, pretty goofy looking, uh, picture and uh but yeah that was the first picture that uh my now wife saw of me before she'd actually met me because i knew i knew her uh sister and uh she's like oh that's weird kind of weird funky dude you know or whatever and yeah here we are so not really a bar person or a pub i can't say i've actually really been to like a real pub minus like some place says it's a pub but didn't really feel like it anyway yeah not real my vibe so much but yeah, to each his own. So, yeah, Irish. You know, it said I was Irish. It said people should kiss me, but, and eventually she kissed me. So, all right. Love you guys. Stay dangerous. Ka-ka! All right. Thank you, uh, Christopher Battles of, uh, you know, 
know Christopher, he listens to Hog Story a lot. If you've never listened to the, to the podcast Hog Story, you should. Hogstory.net. They're good people over there, Fletcher and Carolyn. Awesome people. Christopher Battles likes to call and leave voicemails for them all the time, so it's nice of, of him to spread his Irish love to the uh, Waste of Space podcast. That's pretty interesting. I don't believe you that you have not uh, been to an Irish pub. I don't believe that at all. I, I think even like, I think even an Amish person's been to an Irish pub. It's probably on accident, but they'll just fall into one, you know. But that was a long road to the short thought, which was, uh, hey, you met your wife when you were wearing some goofy ass suspenders. On MySpace. <laughs> on MySpace. Uh, on MySpace, which is clutch. Like, I still have my MySpace page. That's impossible. Like how it, it's already been, it's been bought and sold, and all of them are gone. Like how how do you still have it? Yo, so 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 go go on to myspace.com slash big loser nine. That's the URL for my MySpace page, and it's got a bunch of pictures from me like back in the day. I don't hold on. I gotta I gotta see this because I didn't think I didn't think it was still around. Like I thought all of them were were gone. Uh, it's broken though. It's broken. Yeah, but it's still there. There's still pictures. It's still there, but the pictures are broken. Oh, so that's recent because like a couple of months ago, I could look at all the pictures. Well, you can't look at any of them now. Do it on uh, wait, well, so what, I'm not, we're not, we're not going down this road of trying to find uh, the cynics, uh, old MySpace page right now. That's not what the show is about. I pride myself on knowing that URL. <laughs> Well, good. I hope that's like the last words out of your mouth as you leave this mortal realm. Is like, hey, check out Big Loser Nine. <laughs> that, that was it, bro. <laughs> that's what you were put on this earth for is to have you a know, MySpace page. I used to spend a ton of time on MySpace. You know what the worst part about MySpace was? Is that people people would play around because it would let you play around with the graphics and stuff on the page. And so you get these people that would put like music on there and they would put all these flashing animations. And I felt bad for anybody who like had epilepsy and then were given like a MySpace page from like a friend who did all these crazy animations. And then it came on and they had a seizure because there's all these flashing lights and shit on the page. Yeah, man. I think mine had uh, good times from Alan Jackson on it. That oh, was that, my, my oh, MySpace like, song. Chatta, Chattahoochee, Alan Jackson, that guy? Yeah. 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 All right. All Good right. times. Great song. That's how I live my 20s. <laughs> MySpace sucks. And honestly, Facebook sucks too. So uh, I don't know. They're not, none of them are any good. None of them are any good. But hey, thank, thank you, Christopher, for uh, leaving us a voicemail. We certainly appreciate it. I'll, I'll tell you what, though. Like Christopher, I'm pretty sure everybody had something that said, kiss me, I'm Irish. Like, I think I had a tie that I wore when I was like 10. I'm not Irish, so I don't have anything that says, kiss me, kiss me, I'm Irish. Well, I'm like a very little bit of Irish, but I wore the tie. Hmm. All right. I, I, should, I should get a shirt that says, get ready to be colonized by me because I'm British. Yeah, I think, I think, uh, there you go. I think I actually wore that tie <laughs> for like a winter concert oh. for school. In course. Oh, man. All right. We do have one other voicemail here. Um, it's our friend uh, Hunter Gatherer back back again. Let's check this out. Hold on. Can your spell check tell what he's saying this time or no? Uh, there's a lot of asterisks in here. So no. <laughs> Not really. Apparently, this the, the, the transcriber doesn't like 
doesn't like vulgarity. Well, let's let's see what he says. What's up, fuckers? Oh, okay. Now, to, uh, call and clear some things up. That's not hunter gatherer. So me and old hunter gatherer uh, having too many cocktails. He had a couple. I had way too fucking many. And uh, kind of reliving some older days. But you go back to a couple episodes ago about me oh boy. occupying space with something else. That's very true. As a kind of low point in my, my single life here in Charleston. So I appreciate that. But I know we both, or all the three of us, have done way worse. So uh, the other thing is fucks. Yeah, if y'all have come down to Charleston, I'll come back and we'll relive the glory days. And the uh, Canadian tuxedo was, in fact, had a patch on the back and was the dazzle. And it was glorious. It looked really good in the pile on the foot of my bed. All right, fuckers, y'all still suck. Love you. Speak for yourself, dude. I have not done worse. Yo, and I'd, like to think, I'd like to think I have a little bit of class. Oh yeah, no, I've definitely done worse. <laughs> yeah, you, I mean, you 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 are proud of the fact that you have no class. I at least try to, I at least try to put forth the illusion of class. Hence the the doorman at your place now. Exactly, exactly. Bougie bastard. Uh, yeah, it, it no, is dude. what it is. A, bedi- a bedazzled. Oh my god, yeah. There, there's uh, so many things wrong with that person. So many things. Uh, we did get, um, let's see. Did got we, get a, we, got a, we got a couple of emails from Hunter Gather. One of them is, uh, one of them is letting, letting us know that Madurua is still an, an excellent Irish pub. So that's good. I think that's, I think that's when he was sober. He so, sent so that. do his, do his emails show up as, as garbled as, as his trans or his no, I transcript think he's, on, on- he's actually a little lucid when he's writing these. And this, uh, the other email he sent was, um, I caught me a shitload of shit snappers the other day, man, I hate to tell you they eat like shit. <laughs> that's, <laughs> that's, that's it. <laughs> Signed hunter gatherer. Wow. What a clown. <laughs> uh, that's, that's the clientele that we, that we, uh, that we bring here. You, you have to send me those emails because I, I'm going to send send what what were those the chain emails to his address. There you go. Well, the way you people talk those? around here, I guess it'd be what more like you call hillbilly style or something. I guess I don't know, just mountain talk. <laughs> oh, you want to send him like you want to send him some 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 chain mails? Some like you better forward yeah. this to a hundred people yeah. or your your dick's going to fall off. Yeah. Wait a minute. Hey, is that is that a guy from? Uh, What's what's that that moonshiners? I don't know. I think it was just some documentary on hillbillies. I don't know. No, I think that's one of the old timers from from the show Moonshiners. Well, I think they're all fairly similar. It might be. I don't know. I don't look too deep into these things that I get. I find stuff that sounds funny and I clip it. That's what I do. What's even funnier is I think I know who that is. Yeah, he's probably your uncle or something. That's a great great show, Moonshiners. All right. Sometimes there's shit. Yeah. On the outside of the toilet. <laughs> uh, so speaking on shit on the outside of the toilet, you you, you want to hear something kind of nuts? Yeah. So I'm pretty sure it's officially over July 1st. Uh, what is officially over July 1st? My first adult job. No kidding. Yeah. Yeah. I talked to my bosses today. 
Yep. So you're just going to be done like that. Yep. All right. Well, you got any other plans? Nope. Just going to roll out. Yep. I guess that's one way to do it. You know, you should jump out of the plane and then check and see if you have a parachute after you're out. I'm good. Yeah. No, I told him he tried to talk me out of it and I'm pretty sure I'm done. I talked to my pops. Like, like I think it's over. I think it's been a good ride. Well, I don't really blame you. Um, when you do something as long as, as you have, you know, once I think really any job, once you start getting into the, uh, upper half of the teens and you start hitting heading close to that two zero years. That's a long time to do any one thing. Yeah, man, the, 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 the roll of toy, toilet paper is down to like the last 10 sheets. Like I'm done. How many, how many plies do you use when you wipe your ass? Plies? How many squares? Uh, you I do a know. two, you, you grab a wad, you do like a, a nice no. little fold. What, what do you do? Yeah, do the fold. But it's not a lot. Like you don't use half half the roll. No, man. Like like I can go. I I can get like like four rolls of toilet paper to last me like five weeks. That's pretty good. That's pretty good. You take a shower after everyone. No, I do know people that do that though. Well, I mean, if there's one there and you got time, why not get clean? The morning one, definitely. Yeah. I, I, you should. I mean, if it's if it's there and you got time, and you don't mind going well, through mean, clothing, or you buy a bidet. No, nah, those things aren't those things aren't all they're cracked up to be. I think people are lying. They cause hemorrhoids. <laughs> those things are they're not as glorious as 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 they seem. I well, think people I think people say that they have a bidet because they want to seem classier than they than they are. But in all actuality, they're in all actuality they're they're suffering. Like they're suffering in silence. They're putting forth a brave face, but in all in all actuality, their ass hurts. Why all, did you, all the time? Did, did you get hemorrhoids from using yours? I'm just. This is a hypothetical. <laughs> like 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 now you got to go get cut up. This is a hypothetical. All right. <laughs> They're gonna burn burn them shut. Look, I know a guy. It does hurt, bro. I know. I know a guy. I know a guy. Well, I know a guy too. He said it was the most painful experience of his life. When they seared those things closed, <laughs> this this is this is already going down the shitter. This is this is the worst episode ever, and we're only yeah, yeah, you know, we're only at fifteen minutes in. We're it's only, a different type of bloody bowl, huh, pal? <laughs> uh, you're taking the Falcons to the Super Bowl. <laughs> oh, <laughs> uh, they're playing the Giants. You got red rings in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> the Broncos, man. Instead of red wings, you got some red rings. <laughs> the red ring of death, like the old Xbox. Oh boy, this is disgusting. Oh, Do you know what it? else? It like, like, like you don't read the newspaper on the toilet. No, you're not supposed to sit there for that long. Yeah. Do your deed and get out. That's why it's yeah. bad to have your phone with you. Like, just read the back of the shampoo. Why is the shampoo so close to the toilet? I don't know. I got long arms, dude. Like I'm like, like a gorilla, dude. Like, I got I got like five foot arms. My toilet's like across the bathroom from my shower stall. My bathroom is like a closet, so it's like the shower is right next to the toilet. Like if I open the shower door while I'm on the toilet, like it hits my knees. 
Like, so, so, so you don't do that to your girl though, right? Like she's showering, you're not in there just blowing up the, the bathroom. We, we have, thank, we have two separate bathrooms in it. And you know what that's called? The secret to happiness. Like you're Should not I, going in there and just steaming it out. It's called having your own private space. We both appreciate it. And you know what? I, I have parents that do the same thing. So it's, it's, if you have the space, use it. So it's more of an arrangement. Well, yeah. I mean, we have two bathrooms. There's two of us. They're, they're, you know, 10 feet from, do you have from two bedrooms other. too. Uh, well, we have one bedroom and then there's, you know, my, my pseudo apartment studio. And then. So do you sleep in said studio? No, we sleep in the bedroom. Oh, okay. We're not, we're not like Ozzy and Harriet. You know, this isn't like a 1950s sitcom. Harriet. Who the hell is Harriet? It's what? an old black and white TV show. You wouldn't, you wouldn't get it. I wouldn't want to get it. Fair enough. Well, anyway, up in the age of color TV. So did you? You're not that much older than me. No, but but my heart is in like 1960s and 70s television. Hence the vinyl, not just television. Well, like some of the best TV shows of all time are from back then, like Barney Miller. Barney Miller is fantastic, and that's in the 70s. What's Barney Miller? You'd love it. It's a show about it's an it's an old uh, New York cop sitcom. Is it like NCIS? No, it's nothing like that at all. It's and I wouldn't like it. All right, well, give it a shot. You might like it. There's a lot of people so, out there. So that are you love like an show. I Love Lucy guy? Like, are you a Lucy or or what's what's the other one's name? I do like I do like I Love Lucy, but I couldn't watch it all the time. Um, I'm a Beverly Hillbillies guy. I've seen that on. Uh, there's this channel. It's called like FETV. It's yeah, like Perry Mason. Yeah, that's it's that's got, me TV. Yeah, the the Beverly Hillbilly. Yeah, it shows all the classics. I like Sanford and Son, a big Sanford and Son fan. Third Rock from the Sun. No, that show sucks. Three is Company. Three's Company was good, but only the only the Mr. Roper episodes of Three's Company were good. Once Mr. Furley came around, it wasn't as good. Now Furley is good. Furley's that, okay, what but that guy's the, name? Roper Don is John, great. But, no, Don Knotts. Don Knotts, yeah. Yeah, he's uh, so, Barney, Barney Fife from, from Andy Griffith. Great show, Andy Griffith. Yeah, see, there's another one. Andy Griffith is a great I show. Was, I was kidding. That was a terrible show. Yeah, well, you, my friend, your taste in television sucks. I mean, you like, honestly, you you like Young Sheldon, so that's that's all there is to say about that. Yeah, that kid's funny. No, that show's fucking awful. It, it's amazing to me how good he does, like the the, the Sheldon Cooper character. Yeah, that that char- that character got very old very quickly. Not really. Everything about that character made perfect sense to me. Yeah. Well, you don't like I to see think a lot about of them, your TV bro. too much, so. I'm as not really my thing, but that's neither here nor there. Why don't we get to the actual news of the day, shall we? There is a killer storm on the loose. Killer storm, killer storm. But first, let's check the death count from the killer storm. Well, Kent, as of now, the death count is zero, but it is ready to shoot right up. Okay, so you've been living under a rock. There's a gigantic ass hurricane that's like right on the doorstep of my location. Thankfully, I'm on the other side of the door and it's not really going to. It's. A, I should say it's more on my neighbor's doorstep than mine. We are getting hit by the outer bands of uh, of this storm, but we're not uh, we're not in the direct path, thankfully. 
Uh, this is Hurricane Ian, which, you know, I don't think a lot of people know this, but it was actually named after the one of the actors in Beverly Hills 90210, Ian Ziering. So I think it's like a Category 3 right now or something like that. It's pretty close, and it's it's aiming right at the Tampa-Sarasota region. So, yeah, there's that going on. You know, it kind of sucks. I feel bad for anybody who's in the path. I mean, Florida's ready for it. It's It's been hit by every storm known to man. But, like, it's it's been a while, and it's kind of interesting because of how many people have moved down here since COVID began because they enjoy freedom. So they came down here, and they're buying houses and all this kind of stuff. And, uh, yeah, this is their first big storm, and a lot of them don't really know what to do or what to expect. Yeah. That, so what's Florida? Florida's heaven's waiting room, right? Well, it used to be. It's not so much anymore. That's more the villages. It's localized in the villages now. What villages? The villages, the, vill- the city. The villages of old people? Yeah. The, the villages is, it's an, it's a retirement community that became so big. It's literally an incorporated city. Nice. So, so all, all the city it's from the North are, are down there freaking out because they don't know how to turn on a generator. Or what a generator is. No, nah, most of them should. Well, I guess the city people wouldn't know what a generator is. Yeah, it just comes in their building and they don't have to think about it. Yeah. It's kind of how you're living life. Well, yeah, but I mean, I'm, I'm used to storms. Like, this kind of stuff doesn't bother me. And plus, it's not actually aiming towards us. So, like, I'm, I'm, I'll worry about that when, when the time comes. I need it to keep heading east. Like, I don't want it to head this way. Uh, it's probably not going to, I think it's fairly set now. I think the, uh, I got to look at the uh, five o'clock update cause there's an update every three hours. Dude, they're not set until they hit. No, they are. I mean, they, they can, they can predict it pretty well at this point. Well, they predicted Katrina was going to die out when it crossed Florida and it didn't. Well, because it picked up steam when it got back into the Gulf. That's why. So I'm looking at it now and it's, yeah, it's pretty well set. It's, it's going right towards, uh, it's going right at right at Sarasota, Fort Myers. It's so it did shift, uh, it shifted further southeast. Yeah, a little bit, a little bit. Like it's not directly going at Clearwater now, like it was. Now it's going directly at Sarasota. Well, and yesterday it was as it was pointed right at St. Pete. Yeah, but I mean, it's like literally a, a an hour and a half difference. So I mean, the storm is so big, it doesn't really matter at that point, but the direct hits probably going to be the Sarasota area. Isn't no, that's, that's, that's now there's a horse race track there, right? Where in Sarasota? Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. I have no idea. Oh, but the winds right now are 120 miles an hour. So that's, that's, that stinks. You can hear it here. I mean, we're getting tropical storm force winds all the way in Miami and we're not even in the path. Well, if it makes you feel any better, the sun's out here. Well, we had a break a little bit ago where I was able to take the dog out for like a 15-minute walk, and then I was able to go across the street to Publix and get some beer. So that was nice. Did you get the buffalo chicken dip? No. I, I can only do that like once a month, and I already used my one my once-a-month quota on that. How is their spinach and artichoke dip? No idea. I wouldn't buy that. I like Why? spinach and I like art, I like spinach artichoke dip, but I don't ever have a desire to buy it 
or make it. So you would feel like you don't even like Applebee's, like your fancy nights out. You don't get it. I mean, if I'm at a if I'm at a restaurant and somebody wants it, I won't say no. I'll be like, yeah, I'll eat some. I'm not going to pay for any of it, but I'll eat some if you put it in front of me. But I'm not going to go and buy it myself, or I'm not going to make it myself. But you will go out of your way for buffalo chicken dip. Absolutely. Is that is that the thing? I mean, I made it. My, I made my own a couple weeks ago when football season first started. Like the opening weekend of football, I made it. Ah, uh, I remember. Didn't you used to have like a weird recipe for it? Um, I, I this one, I this one because it had been so long since I made it, I just went straight from Frank's. But like, like your original one was weird. Well, was it? Yes. I don't remember. I, I've always kind of made it the same. Like you had some like bougie stuff that you put in it. Uh, I don't. I don't know. Your memory is better than mine. I, I have no idea. But I just made it traditional Frank style this time, and it was good. I think you made it for work. Or you brought it over to my house when I was doing barbecue one time. Probably. Probably. Uh, it was pretty good, though. So I, I have no need to buy it again for a while. But um, the winds are howling right now. You can hear it through our sliding glass door. Dogs so freaking is, out. Are the rays playing? Uh, yeah, they're up in Cleveland this week for the next couple of days. We got Cleveland and then we got to go to Houston. So we're probably going to come out of the next two series like two and four. Yeah, but that's good, though. It's like you don't have to cancel games. Yeah, they're they talking they, about canceling the Braves. Well, they're the the Lightning um, preseason games are getting postponed. Um, they're possibly going to move the Bucks and Chiefs Sunday night game up to Minnesota they're mm. talking about. So I think I, I think uh I think the Rangers beat the Islanders on Saturday. Uh, it's like a week and a half away till uh till the season starts. No, dude, it's what Tuesday. Oh, it starts this coming Tuesday. Let's see. Uh it, or tonight. No, it's it's still preseason. No, I think the the Rangers' no. first game on the schedule is tonight or tomorrow night. I don't think so. I don't think so. I think I don't think it's until next week. I don't think it's until next week. Let's see. Because they just they just started the preseason. Like this, these were going to be the first games, I think. So, yeah, but uh, I, I don't know with, with collective bargaining agreements and all that stuff that they, they really shut down the preseason. Our first, our first opening game, like our opening game um, of the season is actually against the Rangers and in New York. And that's not until Tuesday, the 11th. Mm, okay. So t- yeah, Tuesday, the 11th. So two weeks, two weeks from tonight. See, that's weird. Why did they have that today on the schedule for the Rangers? They normally don't put preseason on. Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't know what to tell you. But it's it's not. I mean, the, the, the regular season has never started in September. Yeah, no idea. Hmm? That's neither here nor there. Starts in two weeks. Well, I care about hockey. I mean, I care about it too. I can't wait. Like hockey's my number two now. Behind baseball? Yeah. 
All right. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I think uh, I got hockey and baseball tied and then football just shortly after that. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, dude, I don't know what it is. Like, I think I was telling you, like, football, like, I'm just, it, I'm over it. I'm not really that big of a fan anymore. Well, it's hard. It's hard when your team doesn't compete for a long time. That kind of, it kind of gets you out of it. Yeah. But but it's not only that, like, like it's like, I used to get so upset for so many years and now like, well, you're numb. I get upset when the Yankees lose. You're numb. But like if the Jets won it, but if they won, I, I probably wouldn't care either. Because you don't, because you just assume the bottom's going to fall out. Like that's just what no, like that's got, your default got, way of thinking now. I've got Jets jerseys and all that stuff. It's just I'm I'm just not that into it. Like like legit like. So Sunday football was on. I watched the NASCAR race. Well, that's your thing. I mean, you're a NASCAR guy, so they compete. And if your team's not competing, then you may as well watch something that you get more enjoyment out of. If the Jets were in the playoffs and there was a NASCAR race on a Sunday, I would pick the NASCAR race. Why don't you watch both? Uh, because I'd rather just watch the NASCAR race. All right, fair enough. I mean, Jets aren't doing too badly. They're not doing too good, but they're not doing too badly. Yeah, but like, like I'm just indifferent to it. Like, I don't really care. Yeah, I think a lot of people feel that way. I mean, it's still the biggest sport in America, but... I mean, there's a lot of people who, um, you know, the the Deshaun Watson thing really put a bad taste in a lot of people's mouth. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like mostly, like, mostly the massage therapists. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I heard him and Kraft were were partying together. The difference <laughs> was of Asia. The difference was Kraft was consensual. Yeah, huge difference. Yeah, man, I don't know. Like, I didn't really care about, like, like I felt bad for those women, but, like, I didn't care. Like, I didn't follow it. Like, he probably should have went to jail or been banned, but, like, I wasn't keyed into it. Like, I'm more keyed into the Yankees having, having losing 20 games in, in August. Like, like football, I just don't, I, I don't know, man. It's weird. I don't follow football like I used to. It's fine. You don't have to. I followed the Rangers off season. I thought they did well, and I watched the Yankees lose. And then I watched Aaron Judge. I I think his batting average in September is like five forty seven. Yeah, he's probably going to win the Triple Crown. Yeah. So that doesn't ha- that doesn't my- happen very often. It hasn't happened for like it's been like a decade. No. Yeah. Last time. Last time someone won Triple Crown was uh, Cabrera, Miguel Cabrera. That was like. Almost a decade ago. That's good. And before that, it hadn't been done in many, many years. I think the last person to do it before Cabrera was Tony Gwynn. I see. I believe that. I think in in my lifetime, Tony Gwynn was the best hitter I've ever seen in baseball. Yeah, the best contact hitter for sure. Like he, I Which think his his you, career average was like three thirty something. Which is the best hitter of my my lifetime. Yeah, him and uh, Ichiro. Because, 
Because it wasn't well. So no, I still I, I think Tony Gwynn was better. Like well, Tony Gwynn think, was better than Ichiro, but I mean those two were above everyone else. Olrud, John Olrud had the one year where he was he was touching four hundred. Yeah. But like like it wasn't consistent. Like like Tony Gwynn was consistently the best hitter in baseball. John Olerud would wear a batting helmet at in short, the field at shortstop. First base. Yeah, it was just weird. He was at first base. I think he played shortstop for the Blue, Jay, for the Blue Jays, though. Played first base. I think he also played shortstop or first third base. at some point in time. First base. Yeah, I know he played first base for the Yankees, but I'm saying I think he also played, played s- first short base and third. I'm, played I'm, first base for the Blue Jays during the World Series. Uh, let's check this out. I'm curious. For the the dynasty that was the Blue Jays, they were a, a dynasty in the early '90s, right? They won back to back. Did they win back to back to back? I think they just won back to back. So he was. So it says first baseman here, but I'm I'm fairly certain I had he played more than one position though. It doesn't matter. We're, we're splitting hairs there. The field is the field. Who cares? So he played for eighty nine to ninety six for the Blue Jays. Well, your your team didn't exist then, so no, we didn't become a team until ninety eight. Man, growing up, so he played for Boston in two thousand five. So he only played one year for the Yankees two thousand four. So he played for the Mariners from two thousand to two thousand four. He played for the Mets ninety seven to ninety nine, eighty nine to ninety six. He was on Toronto. He's from Bellevue, which is just outside of Seattle. Has nothing to do with hurricanes. None of this stuff has anything to do with hurricanes. That was like the whole plan for the show was to talk about the storm. Oh, well. Got sidetracked by a guy wearing a batting helmet in the field. My bad, dude. I had a sunspot. Solar flare. That'll happen in killer storms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so you were saying all rude. Yeah, I, I had a baseball card where I, it looked like he was playing shortstop or third. He was probably playing first the whole time, but it damn sure looked like he was playing second or shortstop or third. He was not playing on first, but he probably did play because usually one usually infielders will play a couple of different positions. I mean, first basemen's usually play first base, but like for example, I got multiple players on the Rays that play. First, second, third, shortstop. They'll play all of them. That's because you don't have any great players at one spot. Your your guy's front office picks a bunch of good players. I disagree with you. We do have one great player, and he plays shortstop. And his name is Wander Franco. Never heard of him. You will. You will. He, this is his first full season, and it kind of got off to a, uh, it was kind of a rough one because he hurt his quad early in the season, and then he broke a part of his wrist right after he what's came the, back. What's the contract? Uh, we got him for we actually signed him for many many years. He was like the biggest contract that we ever offered. So that might be a bad contract. No, it's not going to be. The kid's twenty years old. He was he was San, the number San Diego one. Diego was saying that for Tatis, and then. He, he was the too. he was the number one overall prospect in minor leagues for two years in a row. He 
came into he came into the league last year about halfway through. He came in in June, like late June, and proceeded immediately to break the rookie uh, consecutive games on base by like a wide margin. And he's been when he's been on on the field, he's been very good this year. But he just had those two unfortunate injuries. So next year is going to be like his first kind of full healthy year, hopefully. And, and I mean, for the first two months, a month and a half of the season, he was an MVP candidate. Like I want to say his batting average in April to early May was like four something. So yes, we have one really great player and we also have a couple of really good pitchers. So we'll be all right. Yeah, you've always been good with that, though. Your bullpen always, always. But what did Cash call them? Flamethrowers or something? No, the, bull, the, the stable. The stable. Got yeah. a stable full of guys that can throw 98. Yeah, clowns. So you can tell it's the second half of the show because we've already migrated into sports on they, accident. They, they throw 98 up and into every Yankee. Well, that's what happens when you throw that way. <laughs> I mean, what are you Dirty supposed to do? Pitchers. What are you supposed to do? Like, you, it's hard. There's like only one guy in the entire league that can throw consistently at that speed and control it all the time. Jacob DeGrom. Yes, he's literally the only one. Nobody else can throw triple digits consistently and be under control all that time. Dude, they were talking. Uh, I was I, I, I was I was listening to New York spot, sports talk, and they were saying that. Uh, like 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 GMs and stuff like that are saying that the best closer in baseball is Jacob DeGrom. So has he not started since he came back? No, he he starts, but like he would be the best closer in baseball because you could save his arm. You could get longevity. But people don't use closers anymore. If you had Jacob DeGrom, you would. The only problem is is Scherzer's at what forty million a year? Like forty one. Managers do what what the Rays do now, which is use their what would what would be considered a closer. They'll use them in like the sixth inning or the seventh inning. They'll use them when the they'll use them in high leverage situations. Yeah, when one, two, and three are up. Yeah, so they won't like they'll they'll put a scrub up or anybody just to get the last three outs of the game. It has, doesn't have to be a closer. Like I remember. In that in that shortened season of 2020, we broke the record for the number of players to record a save on our team. It was like wow. over over 15, I think. Different different pitchers had a had a save for our team that year. That's ridiculous. Yeah, they, was that the year you went to the World Series? Yeah, got beat by the Dodgers. Oh, you, you that was lost. the that was the Randy Arosa Rosa Arena uh, coming out party. In October, mm. where like nobody could get him out, he just was hitting home run after home run after home run. I'm sorry you lost. Yeah, at least, but you know what though? We there as, as shitty as it is to lose the World Series, like especially the way that we lost. Um, we had a couple of really, really uh, team defining moments during that playoff run that people will remember forever. Uh, one of them being, you know, just how good Randy at Rose arena, like he came out of nowhere and he was amazing. He was just hitting them out left and right. 
There was also Mike Brasso taking uh, Aroldis Chapman deep after he had got headhunted earlier in the season to uh, win the game against um, against the Yankees. And then, of course, the most important one, which was game four of the World Series and my favorite baseball player, which unfortunately doesn't play for our team anymore, Brett Phillips, um, had the game-winning hit, scoring a, a Rosarena to win that game, game four. Do you remember, or, or do you want to know what I remember about that series? What? You lost. Yeah, I'm aware That's that we it. lost. That's it. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't mean anything to you because you're not a Rays fan, so why why would it? I was happy you lost. I, yeah, because we beat you to get there. So, Do you know what I wasn't happy about, though? I was not happy the Dodgers won. Yeah, I wasn't either. I think I was less happy because of the history between the Yankees and the Dodgers. Well, we had a chance like, to win. It was game six, and uh, Blake Snell was on the mound, and he was dealing the entire game. Like we, we, the problem was we had only scored one run. Yeah. And like Snell, Snell was unhittable that game. And so didn't he, they pull him. He got pulled. Yeah. Way before he should have been. It's debatable yeah. because his stats going through the third, the order of the third time weren't very good, but he was throwing so well. And it, People, I don't think, argue about whether or not it was a bad move to take out Snell. They argue, was it a good move to put in the guy they put in after him, which was Nick Anderson. Nick Anderson was not himself the entire the entire series. Like He was clearly hurt. He did not have his stuff. And he got on the mound and immediately gave up the winning runs. I know. I was very happy. Yeah, fair enough. Whatever. Yeah. So, so I'm very, I'm very conflicted when, when, when teams win, like the Dodgers, the Giants. I don't like those, but I can tolerate, I can tolerate the Dodgers more than the Rays. Yeah, because they're not in your division. I mean, all the Dodgers are are the Rays with an unlimited bank account. They, their, their general manager was our general manager. Yeah. 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 No, no, I just had, yeah. Yeah. The Dodgers, I have a hard time swallowing it. Like, like, so the Dodgers and the giants were, were, were in the boroughs. So yeah, just a natural history behind it. I, I have a problem with. Yeah. But that was well before you were even a gleam in your father's eye. I know. I know Vince Scully was young. Yeah. That was forever and a day ago. I mean, when they moved the Dodgers from Brooklyn to Los Angeles, like 19, it was in the sixties. Was it that late? It was in the sixties or the fifth. It was the late fifties, early sixties, somewhere around in there. Yeah. Because I was, so I I don't know why I went on this tangent. I was watching like Vin Scully stories. Mm -hmm. Like, did you, did you, did you see the, the, the tribute to him on 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 his sign off, like his final game. No. All right. Is well, that the wait 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 wait? Is that the one where um, Fernando Valenzuela came out? No, it was the one where where he was signing off for the last time, and he talked about how all this 
became possible, you know, because it was a kid walking through, walking down the street in the, the 30s or whatever and saw a sign. So the Dodgers became the Dodgers of Los Angeles in 1958. Yeah, yeah, that's it. That, that makes more sense. Just, just like I, the monologue that Vince Scully does, like, like just check it out. I think it's, uh, it's pretty incredible. Well, he was a pretty incredible guy. I mean, he called a lot of stuff. He called a lot of memorable stuff. Yeah, he was the voice, right? Yeah, I mean, he was baseball's voice for forever. His Willie Mays call was phenomenal. He did the the Kirk Gibson one. I think it was no in 1988 or 87, something along. Yeah, there. no, it was 88 with a broken leg or whatever. Yeah, yeah, 88. So, yeah, he was pretty good. That was the last time the Dodgers had won until they beat you. Yeah, I remember. I've heard it all. Okay. I've heard it all. I'm, like, reliving it again. So, I don't care. I don't like big market teams. Like, that's it. I don't well, like big I mean, market you're teams. you're from Florida, so you can't like the Yankees. No. No, I don't like them at all. I don't like them Sam I am. So, are you a Magic fan? I used to be, um, I mean, I still kind of look at what the record is during the season, but like, I, I'm so, I'm so anti NBA right now. It's not even funny. So like, I don't, I don't pay attention to the NBA really at all. To me, watching the NBA now is essentially the equivalent of watching like professional wrestling. Like it's, it's so diva driven and like, you can almost guarantee who's going to be in the finals or competing for the finals before the season even starts. It's like not even fair. It's not even funny. You know, you know what's amazing is you say that, and I still watch more Knicks games than Jets games. Like you talk, not, about a, you, you talk about a bad team. The Knicks have been a nuclear dumpster fire for the majority of my, my adult life. Well, that's just because you're such a big Clyde Frazier fan. Oh, he fucking wheeling and dealing, pal. Yeah, man, he's dipping and diving. God, I hate that. He's styling and profiling. Oh. Yeah, if you're ever bored out there, people, and you want to listen to a, someone that's having a good time calling a basketball game, listen to some Clyde Frazier. I, but it's not like it's the, the Magic haven't competed since 20, since 2009. So, Dwight Howard. Yeah, the 2009 finals that they should have won against yeah, but you the grew up against, with you Penny and Shaq, right? Like Penny and Shaq were in their heyday when you were your your young fandom. Yeah, but I also I also watched through the Heart and Hustle years where Doc Rivers was the head coach and our star was what Daryl Armstrong. I don't know who that is. Exactly. Exactly. So it's just but basketball to me right now is just not fun. It's not fun to who, watch. Who is that guy? Dennis Scott. Yeah, 3D. Yeah. Dennis Scott. But I mean, like, it's because because it's it's competes with hockey and hockey is actually enjoyable to watch. So I'm not gonna watch I'm not gonna watch the magic when I could be watching the lightning instead. I think basketball is easier to watch than hockey. Mm, yeah. I disagree. Now I'll tell you what I do like watching though is is the is the NCAA, hold on, hold on. is the NCAA tournament. I'll sit the entire time 
Like I'll take days off to watch the tournament. Really? Especially like, Oh, I love taking the first, the first four days. The first four days of the tournament are like the best four days of sports all year. You get up at like it's basketball starts at like, like college hoops will start at like 10 o'clock in the morning. So, so are you a Gators fan? I'm, I'm, I'm a fan of underdogs. Okay. When it comes yeah, to because I, I, I can't watch that tournament. When it comes to when it comes to college sports in general, um, I don't have much of a dog in the fight. But I would say if I were to have teams that I follow, it would be UCF first, USF second, and then the Gators third. So I would watch them in that order probably. But of those three, the only one that consistently competes in the tournament would be the Gators because they're a bigger – well, they're they're a more established program. So, yes. Um, but there were a couple years a while back where uh, Florida Gulf Coast, which is a school that's out of Fort Myers, they were competing <laughs> in the tournament. They Not were, for long. Yeah, it's probably going to get wiped out tomorrow. But either way, they were a dunk city for a couple of years and they were doing really well. There was a big time underdog in this last tournament. I can't remember who it was. Yeah, because nobody cares. I don't know. It's fun to watch the first four days. I enjoy it. I take time off for it. Yep. Couldn't care less. Well, you're just a stinker. So is that the right way to say that? Couldn't care less. No, yeah, well, you couldn't care less, yeah, because if you could care less, then you wouldn't say anything. Could care less. Like, is that grammatically correct? You couldn't care any less, meaning you barely care at all. So when people say, I could care less, like, that that makes zero sense, right? Exactly. You know, it's along the same lines as I ain't done nothing. That means you've done something. You know what I mean? No. Are we back in like elementary school again? Yeah, we're getting there. I don't know. I just, I, I looked over at the TV and they were calling uh, Maris is 61. Uh-huh. Well, yeah, because what? Uh, Bonds has an asterisk. McGuire has an asterisk. I, 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 dude, I'm with you. I, I, I thought I thought the the K Rod cast on, on Sunday night, I thought it was genius. And I give Barry Bonds a lot of credit for calling in, man. Like Bonds was on the K Rod. I don't give a shit. He's good, dude. Like like Bonds, like everybody, oh PEDs, PEDs. Like, yo, that dude could hit. Yeah. It still takes the actual effort to hit the ball. Yeah, like like and and his eye was unreal. Like how many times did he walk? The well, year he, he How many hit times did he get intentionally walked? I I I don't think it was that many. Like well, yeah, towards the end it was, but I don't think it was that many. Like like during the season they pitched to him. And he just like like he had a great eye. Like like he, he was he was a Hall of Famer before he juiced. Probably. Alex Rodriguez probably was too. 
Yeah, Alex Rodriguez was the best shortstop in baseball. Yes. Aaron jo- Aaron 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 Judge is when he, when it comes out that he juiced, um, people will probably say the same thing. I don't think he judged, man. Or juiced. Like his head's not getting bigger. I don't know. I just look at his numbers before and his numbers now, and they don't match up. Now they do. His rookie year, he hit 59. What the hell are you talking yeah, about? The ball was juiced. The ball is not juiced now. Like you're supposed to be hitting less now. And he's Triple hitting crowd, and he's hitting bro. more. That's what I'm he saying. Hits though, more. Like the ball, when he hit 52, it flew farther. They redid the ball to make him fly shorter. Everyone's home runs are going to the track. I think the average home runs, like, I think people are hitting, if they, people are hitting 30 now, it's a lot. I think you're whining. Probably, I don't know. He's not in my division, or he's in my division. If he wasn't in my division, I'd probably care a little bit more. Well, fuck him. That's all right, because, like, like uh, what's that guy's name? Pedro Martinez? Like, like that dude swears up and down Shohei Otani is the MVP, and I can't stand him. Like, like, dude, that's you hate the Yankees. Like, just shut up. I don't know. The only reason he says that is because he he pitches well and hits well. But I mean, you shouldn't be an MVP if you're on a shitty team. Yeah, like, dude, you're not the best player on your team. Mike Trout hit like home runs in like nine straight games. If your team is not competing, then you shouldn't even be in the conversation because you're not very valuable if you can't get your team over the top. Dude, if you're not the best player on your team, you can't be the league MVP. Uh, yeah, he should. He shouldn't be. He should. Plus, he already won it. He won it last year. Yeah, but Mike Trout is by far the best. The best ball player on that team. Yeah, but he's just not healthy. Like he can't be MVP if he if he doesn't play a whole season. Yeah, but but so so that's kind of what I'm saying. Like everybody's like like like. Well, so Pedro has a bias. You know, we saw him throw Don Zimmer years ago. Like you're gonna throw a 90 year old man on the ground, like like like, dude, just shut up. Like get this guy off the air. <laughs> like now that he's like the 90 year old man, like I should just go up and throw him on the ground. Well, in his defense, Don Zimmer did charge him. Come on, you couldn't have just like did what you do with a little kid and put the hand on the forehead and hold him away. No, you got a split second decision to make, and he made the wrong one. But dude, it was a seven second decision. That dude moved like 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 a, a snail. I don't know what to tell you. I'm not defending Pedro. I'm just saying he got charged by your great grandfather. Come on, bro. Don Zimmer was the Rays bench coach for a while. Yeah, he had to move to the bench because because Pedro like like demobilized him and and crippled him. He was the bench coach when Pedro did that. No, he was the, he did he was the Yankees coach. Yeah, he was the Yankees bench coach. Yeah, and then he had to then then he really had to become the bench coach because he broke a hip when he threw him. He's the recliner coach. Yeah, yeah, he he, he was sitting up next to Sterling the rest of the year. I think we veered away from the storm. The storm yeah, who talk. Cares? That was that was the whole the whole point of this episode was to talk about the storm. Well, as long as it doesn't shift west, I don't care. You got about fifteen minutes of storm talking a whole bunch of other bullshit. Yeah, like like your 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 hemorrhoid problem. You know what? 
people fight battles that you you don't even know about. So is that like a true stat? Like 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 the amount of people with hemorrhoids, like the percentage is higher if if they have bidets. Um, I I'm gonna just go ahead and say yes. Is there a poll for this? Is study like I don't know, but I'm not a I'm not a Scientologist. I'm just gonna just gonna go ahead and say yes. I'm gonna say it's well, cl- it, clinically proven. If you were a, if you were a famous Scientologist, they would do whatever you wanted. I'm just gonna say the answer is probably yes. Wasn't that in the news? Like like Scientology does everything for Tom Cruise, including get him divorced. Yeah, yeah. That's why all the actors are Scientologists because they all have dirt. The church has dirt on them, so that's why they have to do all these things like Travolta, Will Smith, all these people. Isn't that a cult? Yeah, it's absolutely a cult. They worship a god named Xenu. He's an alien. Is that from Dude, Where's My Car? He's an alien, dude. Their god is an alien. Do they walk around in bubble wrap? They measure your thetans in the mall. You got you got anything else? Let's wrap this thing up. No, nah, man. I'm just at like like I, I'm in a good mood, man. Like like that conversation I had today made me really really happy. Well, we're gonna start a a GoFundMe for the cynic for his uh, his post work. No, we're post work fishing trip. Like I talked to a couple of my friends and they were like, don't do it. Don't do it. Don't do it. My boss was like, oh, well, I think you can keep doing this. And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm good, bro. <laughs> I think that, that those were the exact words. I'm pretty sure I'm good, bro. All right. Well, I'll tell you what, if you have some, uh, some good parting words for, uh, for Tommy Frank to uh, send him on his way, some, some nice uh, encouraging words for the next stage of his life, give us a call. 727-416-0613. Check the show notes. It's in there. Or uh, you can email me at techwipe at protonmail.com and I'll, uh, I'll get it to them. Wait a minute. Are GoFundMe's tax exempt? Uh, maybe. I don't know. You have to read the fine print. Oh, we'll, yeah. We'll find, yeah, out. Yeah. We'll find out when Fund I embezzle. GoFundMe. When I embezzle it, I'll, I'll let you know. When I, yeah, when bro, I do the embezzlement. I want, I want mine. All right, it's uh, it's been fun talking to you this week. Hopefully, we both survived this storm, and uh, you know, we'll catch you guys on the flip side. Yeah, bro, enjoy the enjoy the rain. Dicks hang out.